Welcome back to your safe space, the beauty and being real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beauty and Being Real. In today's episode, I'm going through spirituality and crystals. This is stuff that like I learned about in lockdown, a bit before lockdown, still learning about it now. So this is just like information I've gathered throughout the years that I thought I would share with you guys. If you don't believe in spirituality, you're more than welcome to still listen. I think it's quite cool to like learn about and everything like that that's why I got into it because I was like learning about it and I was like okay this is quite cool I find it quite interesting but if it's not for you no shame in turning it off but without further ado let's get into another episode of the beauty and being real So I wanted to go on to sort of the stars and the planets and what they mean. So the sun represents yourself and that can be sort of portrayed through sayings like I am. The moon represents your heart and that can be affirmated. All of the little like I am, I achieve, I grow, I feel, that's all affirmations. So that can be connected with through I feel. Your rising is how you look aka the public you. Mercury is the way you think, also known as your communication skills, how you communicate, love languages, stuff like that. Venus also is how you love, so that's more love languages, but that can tie into communication, obviously, but Venus is more prominent with that. Mars is how you deal with your life. Jupiter is your luck, and that can be affirmated by using the sentence, I grow. Saturn is how you discipline yourself and your responsibilities. You can sort of connect with that through the saying, I achieve. Uranus is your uniqueness and how you evolve. So you can connect with that by saying, I evolve. Neptune is your imagination and your deeper self. I dream is a good way to connect with that. Pluto is your transformation and how you like change and everything like that. Kind of links in with Uranus, like evolving your uniqueness but you can connect with Pluto by saying I empower your carers is how you take care of yourself if I say any of these wrong please bear with me your palace is your relationships Juno is your beauty and influence Venta is your potential and your organizing skills North Mode is how you develop in current life South Mode is how you developed in your past life Median is your career and how others view you. And Lithian is hidden evolutions. Moving on to your star signs. Now you can easily calculate this online if you type in your birthday. If you want a more in-depth sort of, I don't know, like analysis of your birth chart, you can type in, um, for example, I'm born June 20th at 222. So I would type in that and then I type in birth chart and there's like these websites and stuff where you put in like the hospital you were born at or if you weren't born in a hospital, like a general location. It's best to have your time, but you don't have to have your time and it just gives you your birth chart and everything like that. So this will also help you work out your star sign if you don't already know it, because I've got all the dates and everything like that. So we start off with Aries, in which case that is March 21st to April 20th and that is a fire sign which means bright shine draw attention 
but they can also burn. Taurus, which is April 21st to May 21st, that is a earth sign, and that means doers, creators, organisation, and they also encourage others. Gemini, which is me, is May 22nd to June 21st, and we are air signs, which means thinkers, ideation, communication, free spirituality, and witty. Cancer is June 22nd to July 22nd, which is a water sign, which means feminine, passive, receptive, and hidden. Leo is July 23rd to August 22nd, and that is a fire sign. All the ones where I've said, like, fire means bright, shine, your attention, everything like that, for the rest of the signs where I say, for example, fire, it still means, like, the bright, the shine, your attention. I'm just not going to say it each time. Virgo is August 28th to the 23rd of September, and they are a earth sign. Libra is September 24th to October 23rd, and they are an air sign. Scorpio is October 22nd to November 22nd, and they are a water sign. Sagittarius are November 23rd to December 21st, and they are a fire sign. Capricorn is December 21st to January 20th, and they are an earth sign. Aquarius is January 21st to February 18th, and they are a air sign. Pisces is February 19th to March 20th, and they are a water sign. So a lot of different signs are compatible together in different categories, depending on like the elements and stuff like that. So I know for me personally, I get on really well with Tauruses, I get on really well with Aquariuses as well. And yeah, that's just for me personally. But there is a lot of research out there that sort of shows you how you can connect with someone based on like their star signs, stuff like that, if that is something you are into. Okay, moving on to angel numbers. It relates to your birthday, when you were born, the times, the dates, everything like that. So my angel number is 555. It's super easy to work out. You literally just Google what is my angel number. Website will come up and then um, it will work out your angel number for you. And you can see angel numbers a lot around it. Even if it is not your angel number specifically, it still each has a meaning. So if you see a star sign, no. If you see an angel number, you can always Google or you can listen to this again and you can see what it means. So 111 is a sign that your manifestation power is at its peak. Be sure to keep your thoughts positive when reassuring energy. You are creating a fresh beginning. So with this one, if you see this a lot or even if you see it once, your manifestations, what you've been manifesting, if you choose to manifest or you're subconsciously manifesting is coming, is at its peak. It's most likely to evolve into something more tangible and more involved in your life. But it's also, you can manifest bad things by accident as well. So that's why it's important to keep your thoughts positive. Two, two, two actually the time I was born at. You are on the right path. You are being supported on both the physical and non-physical realms to take inspired measures in your endurance. So you're being supported on earth and in the universe as well and you can take sort of matters into your own hands and it just is a reminder that you are being supported on physical earth and by sort of your 
guardian angels, the universe, it's working out for you. 333, you are surrounded by divine guidance. Remember to balance thoughts, emotion and action when receiving 333 energy. So this is all about, you are, it's quite similar to 222. You are being divinely supported. You are being guided, the universe and your sort of angels, guardian angels, relatives that have passed, people like that are guiding you. 444, your spiritual guides are recognising and applauding you with for your progress, with love and encouragement. Again, this sort of links into you're on the right path, like, but this time you're being recognised and applauded for like your hard work, whether that's in career, relationships, self-improvement, taking care of yourself, etc. Stuff like that. 555, which is my angel number, and it's letting go of things that no longer serve you to make room for massive change. Exciting new journeys ahead. I feel like this really links into like self-improvement, involve, evolving and stuff like that. And it does, I can see why this is my angel number. It does present itself a lot in my life. There's some really big changes coming up soon, which I'm sort of preparing myself for and stuff like that. 666, I know it's seen as a devil number, but in angel numbers, it's a reminder to connect with your higher self and to see through the chaos of materialism, social pressures and limiting belief. You are a spiritual being with infinite power. Sort of that theory that energy can never be destroyed, it can only be transferred. Like, connect to your higher self, so that can be through shadow work, connecting with your angel guides, stuff like that, practicing spirituality. And that's how you can sort of reach your higher self. Seven, seven, seven. You are in perfect alignment and ready to receive. Keep an eye out for universal offerings and opportunities that seem to appear out of nowhere. They have been sent for you. So this is. So this is everything has been lined up for you. You are ready to receive. You are open to receive. It's important that you are open because you can't receive without being open to receive. So it's essentially like these opportunities. They are meant for you, even if it seems random, even if it seems completely unrelated. They are meant for you. They were meant to find you. Eight 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 is your earth-based abundance. You are on a path leading towards material wealth and financial prosperity. So this is more like you won't have to worry about wealth. You will have abundance of money. Just keep like your motivation positive. 999, you have learned everything you can from your current situation. It is time to move on and let go of what no longer serves you. I feel like this also relates to when it's like the full moon or the new moon and people do like... So it's like letting go of what no longer serves you in order to progress to your higher self. Zero, 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 preparing for the new you. You are about to reach the point of creation and your spiritual guides are letting you know they are alongside you on this journey. So, yeah, those are all the angel numbers. If you want to work out your angel number, like I said, type it in online with your birthday, date and time, everything like that, and it will tell you your um, angel number. You can also just see angel numbers like in the time, stuff like that. It doesn't have to specifically be your angel number. I think even if you don't believe in spirituality, it's really good to look at what you're putting energy into and what is taking your energy. So energy takers include inconsistent sleep, focusing on the past, junk food, negativity, mess and clutter, overworking, no physical movement, 
dehydration, stress, alcohol, fear and resentment. And I understand stuff like, you know, junk food, stuff like that. It can be fun and it can be an energy giver. But obviously, if you were constantly doing it, like, it's obviously not good. It's not good for your mental health and it's not good for your physical health. But on the flip side to that, energy givers are sunlight, dance, whole foods, hydration, consistent sleep pattern. I know that's easier said than done, especially if you're like me and you have, like, insomnia. But that's a whole nother story. But just focusing on making sure you're taking care of yourself with your sleep and get as much rest as you need and as you can. Uh, Nature, music, movement, resting, fresh air, decluttering and future planning. Future planning can be quite scary, but it can also be really exciting. So I want to go on to some beginner crystals for those of you, if you were just starting to get into crystals and spirituality. Here are some crystals that I recommend and what they can be used for. So the first crystal I ever got given was from my first ever, like, quote-unquote, boyfriend. But, you know, you're, like, six. You're not actually together. So amethyst is good for your crown and third eye chakra, as it is good for relieving stress. Like I said, first crystal I ever got. Um, A span tower around crystals. It's really good for balancing because it connects the physical, mental, spiritual sort of emotional, internal to the spiritual world. And again, helps relieve stress, which is really important, of course. Fluorite, it helps with connections, balancing, truth, everything like that, your truth, other people's truth. And a good sort of, if you like to hold your crystals and say affirmations, a good sort of affirmation for that is, I am in divine state of mind. And I like my truth. I speak my truth. I'm surrounded by my truth. It's really good, like, to wear as jewellery. So necklaces, earrings, because chakras are the ears and the heart and the third. No, not the heart, sorry. The earlobes and the third eye. And it's really good for, like, manifesting, stuff like that. It can be placed on electronics or in between the two. And you can hold it in the palm of your hand to reduce pain. Sodalite is good for the third eye and it's really good. So the chakra is for your third eye and it's really good for finding your path and your truth again, which really sort of links in to fluorite because that is all about finding truth as well. I find that it's good like if crystals have similar sort of properties, you can like group them together. There's no harm in grouping all of them together, but I believe like as long as you like cleanse them and everything like that. Selenite is good with other crystals, so this is something that you can mix with other crystals. Not saying you can't mix them all, but this one is specifically good to mix with all different types of crystals because it in itself can cleanse, it's really natural, and it has charging energy, which is similar to like a satin spa, but it's really good to cleanse with selenite. If a crystal or like a stone or anything like that feels like it's lost its shine or it feels heavier, it could do with some energy activation. So you can speak into it, sing, breathe it, give it some of your own energy, put it in sunlight. You can cleanse it in salt water, but be very, very careful because some crystals are toxic when put in water. So please, first of all, know the crystal, like for certain what crystal you've got. And please check if it can go in water. Just please check. So you can also program your crystals, so that can be connecting and meditating with them, which I like to put them on the chosen chakra, and 
you know, you can do different intentions, different affirmations for the crystals, which I will get into in a second. Or you can just do what you think you need at the time, because like I said, you know yourself best and you can like envision your energy going into the crystal as you say the affirmations. So really good affirmation for clear quartz is it's for sort of clarifying energy protection. It's most it's one of the quite common crystals quartz, especially like clear quartz and rose quartz. They're quite common. So for clear quartz, you can hold it while saying it as it can be sort of really therapeutic. You can envision the energy, like I said, or you can place it on the corresponding chakra. And a really good one is I am clear, I am energised. Rose quartz, it's sort of love, passion, compassion as well, peace, everything like that. I am love, I am loved, I'm open to receiving love as well. I like to use those ones. Amethyst, like I spoke about earlier, it's for peace, balance, intuition. I am at peace, I am aware, I am in, at peace with what's going on in my life. I have inner peace. Citrine is abundance, happiness and confidence. That's like your success and everything like that. So I am abundant. I have an abundance of so-and-so. So you could put I have an abundance of wealth. I have an abundance of happiness. I am successful. Carnelian is for vitality, creativity and empowerment. I'm courage. I am creative. I'm strong. I'm brave. genuinely say it like it's completely whatever you prefer i like to sometimes do it with crystals or i like to do it when i wake up in the morning and i'm looking in the mirror so if you do want to sort of do affirmations you can hold your crystal in the palm of your hand hold it against your heart anywhere you think you're you need that extra energy and love so i'm beautiful inside and out i keep up interesting conversation everyone wants to be friends with me i'm so loved i don't chase i attract what is meant for me will simply find me. I know that's quite a popular one. Um, I am worthy of love, kindness and respect. I honour myself. I release judgement of myself and others. I accomplish tasks easily and effortlessly. I can do everything I desire. Also, I'd like to offer some self-care ideas, which I think are quite nice, just to sort of, like end the episode with like little ideas like if you found if you're taking notes and you found it a little bit overwhelming right like that some self-care ideas that can really help like raise your vibration and give you energy and good vibes everything like that so sleep exercise alone and quiet time setting boundaries which you've probably heard me mention quite a few times i have a whole episode dedicated to it getting outside in the sun or even if it's like walking your dog like fresh air meditation sort of creative activities so like journaling painting dancing singing cooking like anything like that you can get like a massage or you can do a self-massage i love giving myself massages like with my foam rollers and everything like that especially after dance it's so nice um you can do a social media detox or like a phone detox I believe one of my dance teachers, she, every weekend, does not go on her phone. She just uses it for, like, 
during the week for like friends family business and then like to create plans and like do stuff for herself on the weekend and also buy yourself flowers flowers are so nice like having them around they can like not only as decor but like they just bring such a positive vibe and like getting people flowers is so amazing and buying yourself flowers you should always buy yourself flowers as well so you might be wondering what does my zodiac sign actually mean so aries adventurous energetic which are really good but you can also be selfish impulsive and impatient taurus patient determined loyal however you can be possessive greedy stubborn and jealous fucking zodiacs oh that's my zodiac sign gemini adaptable youthful and communicative communicative however you can be which is very true for me nervous tense and inconsistent Cancer, you're emotional, loving, protective. However, you can be cautious, sympathetic, moody, clingy, and that can cause you to be able to let go of, um, sorry, unable to let go of the past. Leo, generous, creative, faithful. However, you can be bossy, interfering, and intolerant. Virgo, modest, reliable, and diligent, intelligent as well. However, you can be harsh, overcritical, and a perfectionist. Libra, you can be flirty, easygoing, charming and romantic, but you can also be very gullible, which can lead you to being easily influenced and you can also be very indecisive. Scorpio, you're determined, peaceful and powerful. However, you can also be impulsive as well, obsessive and jealous. Sagittarius, you're optimistic, humorous, honest However, you can be irresponsible and quite careless. Capricorn, practical, disciplined and careful. However, you can be very, you can hold grudges really easily and for a really long time. Maybe never letting those grudges go. Aquarius, friendly, honest, but you can also be detached, unpredictable and that can make you unemotional. Pisces, you can be sensitive, kind and selfless. However, you can be very secretive and vague. Leading on from that, I'd like to talk about what the days of the week mean. So Sunday is about spending time with yourself, as it represents yourself and your ego. Monday is for letting things flow, relaxing. Tuesday is for directions on something you want to achieve. It's your day of taking action, doing something productive. Wednesday is to develop your ideas of what you want to do in your life, communicating with friends, family, improving your career. Thursday is for abundance and being grateful with what you have. Friday is for romantic and friendship and platonic love, giving and receiving. Saturday is for structure and you can sort of plan your day, plan the week ahead, like making a plan for yourself. Sunday is represented by the sun, Monday is represented by the moon, Tuesday is represented by Mars, Wednesday is represented by Mercury, Thursday is represented by Jupiter, Friday is represented by Venus and Saturday is represented by Saturn. So I'd like to talk a little bit about colour, psychology and auras. So red is passion, power and ambition. This is the colour psychology, not the auras quite yet. Orange is creativity, optimism, energy. Yellow is cheerful, happiness and joy. Green is balance, growth and health. Blue is calming, trust and wisdom. Turquoise is healing, peace. 
Spirituality. Pink is affection, happy and softness. Purple is ambitious, luxury and success. Brown is warmth, strength and stability. Gold is glowing, rich and wisdom. Grey is balance, calm and sleek. Black is classy, mystery and power. Silver is modern, glamorous and sleek. White is clean, goddess purity. And moving on to auras. Red is energetic and fiery. Orange is creative, action orientated and positive. Yellow is sunny, charismatic and confident. Green is loving, compassionate and nurturing. Pink is kind, caring and loving. Blue is powerful, insightful and flowing. Purple is intuitive and empathetic. Indigo is sensitive and empathetic. White is pure, wise and spiritually connected. Black is tired and low. Rainbow is busy, energised and confident. So you can like do a quiz or like research what your aura is or someone can tell you what your aura is if they're a spiritual person and they have the ability to see auras so my aura is pink pink is often manifested through acts of love sensitivity and loyalty it means i'm a sensitive soul who value love art and freedom however it may be closer it can either be closer to red or blue but pink is a lighter brighter shade of red which corresponds to the first chakra known as the root or base chakra like i said earlier on well actually no you'll hear this in episode two where i talk about all of the chakras it is located at the base of my spine and it is connected to excitement passion security and a pink aura suggests that this chakra is more dominant than others but my personality traits are feminine and playful Adding on from colour psychology and auras, I'd like to explain evil eye colours and their meanings. So evil eye can represent multiple things. So it means hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, do no evil, think no evil, attract no evil, feel no evil and feed no evil. So evil eye colours and their meanings. Dark blue is communication, protection and calmness. Light blue is peace, protection. Red is courage, energy and confidence. Yellow is memory, health protection. Dark green is happiness, change and growth. Light green is success and protection. Orange is happiness, creativity and relief. Pink is acceptance, friendship protection. Purple is rebalance and imagination. Violet is protection and solitude. Brown is connecting with the earth. Grey is security, protection and willingness. White is purity and mental clarity. Black is power and mystery and transparent is clarity. Melissa, thank you so much for your question. They have asked where to find raw crystals. I know you can order raw crystals online, but obviously I know it's most common to have it like tumbled or something like that. So it's not like raw. Um, I like to go crystal hunting at like the beach and stuff like that. Because even if you don't find crystals, you can find sea glass and like pretty shells and stuff like that. And it's really sweet. There's a lot of caves. Someone who I know is from South Africa and there's a lot of real crystals there. 
but you can get raw genuine crystals online which is probably the easiest but it is really fun to go crystal hunting if you look on like tiktok like stuff like that there's, it shows you a bunch of different places i am going to explore some soon when i'm like moving around and everything like that and like moving away so i'll keep you guys updated if i find anywhere good Danielle has asked, how can you use crystals to improve confidence in performing arts? Now, I have a funny story about this. In an audition one time, I had a leotard on, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put crystals in my bra, like, to give me this, like, energy and confidence. And as I was jumping up and down, all the crystals fell out. Not all of them, the majority fell out, and I then had to really awkwardly, because you can't wear a bra with a leotard, stick my hand, like down my tits and just get these crystals out i didn't get in surprisingly um one thing that i always bang on about is tiger's eye i love tiger's eye so let me just tell you what tiger's eye does it can promote mental clarity can also help with fear and anxiety i like to say it's like my little bravery stone so i like to wear it in like a ring or something like that and also, if you want to keep Tiger's Eye, I will get into... I'm doing part two of spirituality as well. I believe it's either next week or the week after this, that from when this episode is released. And I'll be going into cleansing and programming your crystals. But for Tiger's Eye, you can keep it overnight in, like, salt water. And then rinse it with, like, clear water. Or you can... Well, then you can either dry it or I like to put it out in, like on my windowsill when the sun's out for two to three hours or and yeah I like to wear it on a ring and I would usually put it on my right hand on my ring finger um and it's really good for sunrise or any day that occurs in a waxing moon also you should clean it around at least once every three months or if you feel there's negative energy attached to it or anything like that you can cleanse it then. Also, you should always check if your crystals can be put in water because some can be toxic. So please make sure you check. And if you don't know, don't risk it. Like there's other ways that I will get into in part two about cleansing and everything like that and programming that don't involve water. Because I know, for example, Malachi, or is it? See, when Malachi, I believe it's Malachi, that is toxic in water. So don't just don't put it in there please moldavite as it's, it's either malachite or moldavite that is very toxic in water so you've got to be really careful bracelets with tiger's eye can be worn on the left wrist or the right hand or on a necklace to keep the energy close to your heart the left wrist promotes courage and then like the right ring finger also is for bravery and yeah, the nexus will keep the energy close to your heart, which can give you courage and confidence as it's like your it's really good for the heart chakra and it can just show like protective guidance as well from your spirit guides. So I feel like that is definitely one that I would like keep in my well, I'm not gonna say bra because we all know how that went last time, like I said, but keep on you like if you're feeling like nervous or anything like that maybe on a ring or maybe like a really small one in your bra not a massive one like i decided to do so georgia has asked is religion a barrier to spirituality i wouldn't say it's that much of a barrier i feel like it can get really 
It's the same with, like, spirituality and witchcraft. It can get really, like, misconstrued as being, like, worshipping the devil. And some people do worship the devil, and that's, I think, fair enough. Like, worship what you want. I will support you no matter what your religion is, whether it's Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, um, spirituality, Satanism. Like, fair enough, believe what you want to. I don't think it's specifically a barrier, but I feel like there is a lot of misconceptions surrounding it, like I said. So that is it for this episode. I really hope you guys have enjoyed and I hope you guys have learned some stuff. Obviously this isn't all from like my knowledge. I have notes and stuff like that and there's amazing videos on like TikTok and Instagram all about spirituality. I feel like there is a lot of sort of toxicity when it comes to around it, like some of the videos. But I feel like there is still some really good resources out there. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And I'm very excited to do a part two of this, either next week or the week after. And I hope you'll join me then. And I'll see you next week for another episode of The Beauty and Being Real. This podcast was written and recorded by Alicia Smith. It was produced and edited by George Wright.